Abandon fear and trust yourself Open up to all life's wealth Tap into a sixth sense with intuitive intelligence Hello and welcome. I'm your host Bernadette. Today on the Intuitive Intelligence Podcast, I'm bringing to you a special guest. Olivia Cook um, has a passion for empowering ambitious women. She helps her clients break self-sabotaging habits, assisting them in developing positive habits for their continual success. And her mission is to help women live lives filled with happiness as they achieve their goals. She is a certified transformational success coach, neurolinguistic programming practitioner, and has her bachelor's in professional communication from Florida State University, June 2018. And today we're going to talk about self-sabotage, self-worth, and wherever else this conversation takes us. So welcome, Olivia. It's good to have you. Thank you so much for having me on. It's truly a pleasure and an honor to be sharing space with you today. I'm excited. So that being the topic, the self-sabotage and self-worth, because I mean, my audience that is one of the things they have to work through, right? To to access their intuition, to access their spiritual center. Um, what experience do you have with that sort of stuff? And, and how does it go into play? Let me see if I can word this properly. How does that play into creating a life you desire, creating a life you love? I'm going to start off with a story. Yes. So when I was 20 years old, um, that was probably the hardest year of my life. My father passed away um, and I had to pay for his funeral and I was in an abusive relationship. And my whole thought process was to just keep going, but really avoid any emotion that I was feeling during the time. So I was working three jobs in school, like full time. I was not doing well in my classes and i was extremely extremely burnt out and i had lost my sense of being in general um because i i just was in survival mode and Mm. so many times when you're in survival mode you're not thinking about your future you're just thinking about here and now and how to just make rent and do things you're not you're not seeing how you're contributing to the problems that you have that you're running from and a lot of times like for myself included i was overworking to avoid the reality that i had put myself in i knew i should not be with the person that i was with but because I had a phone plan with him, this was this was one of us. Because I had a phone plan with him, I decided, okay, well, let's just move in together because that was the idea, and um, things will get better. Listen, it's not going to get better if you're in an abusive relationship and they're controlling. And it was it was one of those things I couldn't go anywhere without him calling my phone a bunch of times. And I should I saw the signs before, but I ignored my own intuition. And I had a very strong intuition at that age, but I was just like, oh, but, you know, being a people pleaser also got in the way of that. 
because I just, you know, well, if I just you know, make him happy. He'll be better. And he, he even got my name tattooed on him. Like, I was just like, oh, well, he loves me. And I don't have any tattoos, by the way. But it was, that was really the start of seeing that, okay, maybe I need to stop, step back and, and get away from the situation. And it was a phone call that I had with my mother where she told me that I deserved better. And it like hit like a ton of bricks because I mean, there, there was a time that he like, I had braces and he like mushed me in the face with his hand. And like, I was, I was surprised that like, I didn't get a bunch of cuts. He punched a hole in the wall. He had beaten on my back really bad that like I had bruises while I was going to work. Um, I was taking care of his brother and sister. That was a, he, the, the child turned three with me and he was not potty trained. So I was trying to potty train him as well as a nine-year-old. And the nine-year-old stole $50 from me within the first week of being with me. And I mean, it was, it was a very, very tough situation that most 20-year-olds do not go through. Um, and that was, that was when I first was like, okay, you know what? When I, when I left the situation and he got evicted after we had um after i left because he couldn't pay the, the rent so i was paying for his debt that he put on top of me and it was just it was so hard i'm like you know what it has to get better and that's when i had to look in the self in, in the mirror and be like uh i gotta get better i have to determine what i deserve in my life and it wasn't it wasn't until a few years later, actually, that I stopped a lot of the self-sabotaging habits because what I did after I left him, I turned 21 and drinking became my new avoidance, uh, you know, tactic. And I gained like 20 pounds in the first year of just that crazy, crazy lifestyle of, you know, I was going to school still, but um I was just working and not truly dealing with my problems, but knowing, okay, well, I got away from this. So now I have a free life. And I was just like being wild and reckless. Um, and then it was when I, after I got married and I started diving into personal development and really like, okay, what do I really want my life to look like? Who do I really want to be? And where can I not necessarily fix me because I, I don't believe that anybody's ever broken. I think that you have habits that are not serving you. And that's really what addictions are as well. Addictions are habits that are not good for you, mm -hmm. whether it be a substance or whether it be um, overworking or negative thinking. Those are, those are still the self-sabotaging habits that won't get you further. You don't love yourself by tearing yourself down. And I had a lot of self-love that I needed to do and a lot of self-worth work that I had to do in order to get to where I am today. I bought my first house at 26, um, repaired my credit to like an excellent credit score. And I mean, it was a help of other people and, and humbling myself by knowing that I, I don't know it all. And looking out to um, people that had the lives that I wanted and implementing those things and surrounding myself with people that were doing the things that I was more attracted to. Um, so that's, that's a little bit of my experience with, with that. That's great though. So you have created the life that you want to live now 
And now you help others doing the same, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about, and because I find it fascinating, I love hearing people's personal stories of transformation, right? When you were when you were going through the process of learning how to love yourself, what was that like for you? Because that's one of the questions I think I get asked the most is, how do I learn to love myself? Especially coming out of abuse. Forgiving myself was the first step to, and allowing myself to learn along the journey and, and really switching my mindset from a judger's mindset to a learner's mindset and allowing myself the opportunity to just learn more about who I am and what my triggers are and what boundaries I need to implement, especially as being somebody that's a people pleaser. <laughs> that, um, and there, there's a lot of different things, but also using my own discernment for what I allow into my mental space. If I, I changed what I followed on social media, that is a huge thing, especially for like the millennial and um, what is it? Gen Zers. Mm-hmm. Because we're so, we're so involved on social, even if we're not posting and stuff like that, we're still very involved in, in that. And the images of people's perfect lives and thinking that ours has to look that way. And, and instead, instead, actually journaling and journaling and figuring out what I wanted in my life and not, not based off of what was the status quo or what other people think I should do, but what felt right within my soul and no longer avoiding the dark, the darkness, you know, the negative emotions. I'm very against toxic positivity. And that's a lot that that's kind of the first thing that kind of gets pushed in when you're learning a lot about like, for instance, the secret. If you, if you're not mindful of the law of attraction and stuff like that, you're going to just think, Oh, well, um, okay. If I'm just positive all the time, completely cut out negativity. No, that doesn't work. Like that is not, um, that's not helpful. That's today's theme. I did a podcast interview this morning, funny enough, and that was the topic. Like I was, I was the guest at toxic positivity, but spiritual bypassing, all these things we do that aren't true movement in the acknowledgement of self and the growth of self. So I'm glad you're bringing this up. You mentioned um, the social media, which brought my like I had this memory of yeah no kidding Gabby Pena was that her name the woman from Florida the girl from Florida that was a social media you know whatever person an influencer and look at what happened to her you know on screen looked like the perfect life off of screen we saw she was being abused you know and then it ended up it she ended up dead we can't judge things by those images we see. So what do you recommend to people aside from, I mean, good advice, like change the people you're following? Um, what, do you, what would you say to someone who's like, yeah, well, I don't have a lot of self-esteem, a lot of self-worth? The first exercise I would do is writing down everything that you've accomplished. And... Um, Starting, starting there and seeing, okay, well, yeah, I overcame this. 
yes, I overcame this. So whether it just be graduating high school, yes, you did that. I landed this job. Yes, you did that. I, there's, you have succeeded in some area of your life and you have to start seeing it. Now, um, imposter syndrome mm -hmm. definitely sinks in so much when you're on a level of growth and you forget that there are ebbs and flows in life and fear is truly an indication for an opportunity for growth. And it is something that you should not stay in. It's not a state that you should stay in. And um, so if you're, if you're not feeling the best about yourself, I would first start with, yes, writing down what you've accomplished and then writing down the negative thoughts that you have and finding where the lies are like, Oh, I, um, I'm not worthy of love is a very common um, attribute that I, I, that I see among my clients and I'm, I'm a very um, spiritual person. I am a Christian and believer in God and he has got, you woke up today. You know what I mean? Like everybody yeah. doesn't get that opportunity. So just by that alone, that you have another opportunity and honestly being present in the moment, being present in the moment is so, so important. I'll, so many people are thinking about the past when they're when they're like, oh, well, I didn't do this right. And I failed at this and I And what if and, and then it's the what ifs of what I don't want to happen. So many people are sitting there when they're feeling bad about themselves. Well, I don't want to do this because I've never done this before. I can't because, you know, what is somebody else going to say? You, oh, that's another one. Getting the opinions of other people out. They're they're not serving yes. you. I saw this quote the other day, like, don't let a person with a 40K salary talk you out of a million dollar dream. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of things. I, I think it's definitely um, specific to the person and their their position they're in. But those were the those would be some of the areas that I would start with. Yeah. Well, and and I mean, so much is going on out in the world as it is. We're overwhelmed. We're overloaded with data, with information. And you give good advice, right? Especially with forget about what everyone else is saying. Whether it is on social media, on media, in your family, in your in your workspace, it doesn't matter. So because because all those things will take over your self-worth, all those things, if you own them. How would you tell someone when they're breaking out of that? Because that's just something we're, we're taught, right? Like you have to compare yourself to your classmates, compare yourself to your siblings, compare, compare yourself to the Joneses or whoever the Joneses may be at that time. And there's always a ton of Joneses. What would you say to someone who's like, okay, well, and this is the, let's just assume this is the first time they're hearing this kind of information, that they don't have to live with those programs in their head. What would you say to them? Where do they start? I, I actually just made a comment on on somebody's post with this. And I said, Com comparison is the thief of joy. Yes. So that's the first, <laughs> that's the first thing I would say. I literally just, before we got on, I literally just made that comment because she was feeling um, low self-esteem. And she's like, you know, I look at all these other beautiful women and I'm trying to figure out why I'm not beautiful. And 
beauty comes from within for one. Um, and also when you're on this journey of growth, you have to be prepared to lose people. You go through an automatic cleansing when you raise your own vibration. There are people that fall off because they're not serving you. There, there's going to be people that tell you, oh, well, you're acting different. You got to be prepared. You just uh, handle that and be confident enough within yourself. So I would, I would definitely go through exercises build your own self-confidence first keep it quiet you know don't you don't have to tell the world that you're what you're doing they will see it they will see it may it might be in weight loss you have to learn to believe in yourself first before anybody else will anyway absolutely so being consistent in your change and knowing that other people are not going to stay with you. Some people are meant to be in your life for seasons. I And I totally agree with that. Where would you place um, spiritual foundation in with all of these changes that someone's looking to go through trans to transform their lives, to create a life that they're really happy with? Where do you put spiritual foundation in there? I'd ask them first what their spiritual beliefs are and what their foundation is. Um, in the book, A Road Less Traveled, I love that book. Every time mm -hmm. I listen to it, I get something different from it. And because um, recently I was I was facing some um, childhood traumas myself. And um, just when you're from, from your foundation as in childhood, you base your religious views off of what you're taught and what's, what's in your household. So if you're, for instance, a pastor's child, and you see them living one way in front of other people and living another way at home, then you're, which I find very common amongst the pastor's children that I, that I meet, when, then, then your ideology of what love is, what true love and acceptance is, is skewed. So we first would have to start with where your foundation is when it comes to your spirituality. That is one of the first things that I also talk to because I'm being a transformational success coach and a, a Christian. I am very big on spirituality. Um, I was originally born a Buddhist, but my grandparents were Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm. And my idea, my idea of Christianity was very strict. You have to live a very different type of way. And if you were not that way, you were not accepted. The reason I had to pay for my father's funeral is because he was an atheist and my grandparents would not um, support that. And even though they still made the funeral a Jehovah's Witness style funeral, I still had to pay for it at the age of 20. And it's just like, why would you put that type of pressure on a child? And it, you know, but it's because that is how they are. And I ha you have to separate how certain hurts are versus what truth is. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's crazy to me. And yet not, not uncommon. Unfortunately, it's a common thing we carry our judgments forward. And I think it's beautiful that you've been through what you've been through and now you're using that to help other people. I think it's admirable and, and much needed in the world. Um, so if we can touch on, because the story you told about walking through abuse 
you know, and getting yourself out of it. Um, you said that the turning point for you was your mom telling you, you you deserve more, you know. I know that many people that go through abuse, they've heard that before, but but they don't, like, they, they don't really conceptualize it. They don't really adopt that as an actual, like, truth. Like, you deserve better, <laughs> right? What did it take for you, or what is it that, that, makes that different for those who can hear it when they're going through it and those who can't acceptance and being willing to accept what what is being told to you if i had heard it at a different time maybe maybe no i wouldn't but it's really um if you're really if you really know that you want something else and you know that you want more um and you deserve more in your life then it, it might be the time for you to hear it, but you, you have to be willing to accept that truth and, and that it's, that it is true for you. Um, you know, like you can lead a, a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Yeah. It's yeah. very true. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And I, I know a lot of people that haven't been abused, don't understand the mind of an abuse victim. You know, or so many times someone will say, well, why don't they just leave? It's not that easy. Can you speak to that? I mean, you, you said, well, you know, part of it was you guys had a, a cell phone together. Um, and while that's the surface thing, right, or the, the justification, I'm sure the reasons were much deeper for you. I think a lot of people find um, false um, confidence in being with other people. And while um, my husband was deployed, that was one of the things that I realized that I had a bunch of uh, false confidence within marriage because, oh, well, I have somebody that loves me. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm whole or, and I didn't ever think I was like whole or whatever, but it, it was still like, you know, I have this, but then having to do for yourself and truly show up in the world by yourself, um, I, I realized, well, dang, there's a whole different self-confidence that you, that it's just false. Anything that you find outside of yourself within anybody else, man will fail you. A man is not a plan. And that's for, for women. If, you know, are, you know, women is a, because you have somebody that is not who mm -hmm. you are. And oftentimes when you're with somebody that has a low self-esteem and a low self-worth and treats you poorly, it's hard for you to find your own self-worth within that because you equate your self-worth to that other person. So learning that you are an individual is really, really important. There's so many codependent relationships out there. And, and finding yourself and knowing that you have the power within you. You just have to find it. You have to trust. And if you're listening to this and you're and you're like, oh, I don't know. They, they do this. It doesn't matter what they do for you. You, you can do things for yourself. You're powerful enough to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's the truth. I mean, you know, this work and we're in similar, similar I guess, and we're in the same industry, but similar 
focus topics, right? Helping people transform their lives, create a different life. Um, and transformation's big on this planet right now because so much needs to change about how we're living, you know, within ourselves and then in the, the bigger scheme of things out in the world. So can you talk a little bit more ha, about this whole toxic positivity thing? Because that is a topic, like I said, came up earlier today in a very big way. And I'm watching it online. I, in a, it, it's ridiculous. And I think it's actually, it's a good distraction, but it's dangerous. Can you talk to the dangers of that? You're not ever going to get to a true soul level if you don't feel the darkest of darks within you. There, we all have our own toxic traits and toxic habits. And if we're not even willing to look at them and we're just gonna ignore them, you go crazy. You really, I've, I've seen so many people just go crazy. Now there's a different level, there's a different idea in acceptance and letting things go than flat out ignoring. You know, when you're, when you're going through something really, really hard and you're just ignoring it, it's gonna keep showing up. And as much as you try to speak positivity that ain't really there, that you don't feel you're not in a proper vibrational state anyway. And people see right through you. The real people that really do this work will see right through you. And the people that are being faith positive, it's because they wanna attract more people because they think that that's what's gonna help them. They think, oh, well, if I'm, I'm so positive and I have all this and oh, no negativity, I'm not going to face that. And it, it's it's going to continue to just, oh, hey, I'm here. You, you forgot about me? Oh, this um thing you've been avoiding for like the past decade. Oh, I'm still here. You, you, this hurt. I'm still here. You, you got to you gotta face those things. And yeah, if you don't, it, it really could lead to your downfall. Absolutely. I mean, it's the lies we tell ourselves, right? And and the other part of that, the flip side of that is this within the communities of, of positivity and spirituality and manifestation and law of attraction and abundance is this whole thing of be authentic and yet be authentic and stay positive. Yeah. What do you say about that? <laughs> You can't be authentic with anybody if you're not authentic with yourself. Amen, sister. And like the saying goes, real recognize real. Like it really does. So you can go up, you can go around having surface level conversations, surface level relationships, and you're not gonna seek the spiritual awakening that the people that do the real work will actually find. And you're gonna be left behind just like the rest of everybody else. That is, that is sim as simply as fine. Basically, we are all brainwashed under our own ideologies. And if you're just brainwashing yourself the same crap that you're always positive, you're just as bad as the people that are always negative, that can't see the blessings that we have in this world. Yeah. How, do you, how do you really know what true pain is if you don't allow yourself to feel it. 
So how, so if you don't allow yourself to feel real pain, how do you know what real joy is? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And yet it's taught in law of attraction. It's all in the contrast, right? You can't have white without black. You can't have light without dark. You can't have, so of course there's contrast. Avoiding one side of the spectrum isn't a life. As, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's not a life. And to me, it's that place of, of shutting down one's emotional body. Like you're, you're no better than a narcissist at that point because you're only wanting to feel the good stuff. You want the ego feed, but it's masked, you know, and I don't want to say that I'm right on that. What do you think about that? That's my opinion. So let me just put that out there that the, to the listeners. That's my opinion. When you're shutting down all the time, how the bad feelings the negative feelings or what you consider negative, which would be like sadness, grief, um, overwhelm, stress, those things that, that make life not a cakewalk. It can become a point where you've, you've become numb because you've avoided all of it. And now, now, and to me, that's what narcissists end up doing. They shut it all down. I don't want to feel anything. I, I absolutely agree with you. And, you know, stress hormones are released when you cry. And when you actually allow yourself to feel those emotions and, and really let them go, and you might not, you know, some of the traumas that you may have faced, you you may not ever be able to truly let go. And I don't ever believe that somebody can be totally healed. I believe we're all on a healing journey. But in order to be on that journey, you have to face what you've been avoiding. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, and, and, and even from that place of healing, I think we come to a place of acceptance. There will mm -hmm. come a point where we just accept. It's like, you know, I've worked with people who've lost family members, especially mothers with children who've committed suicide. And you don't ever let it go. It doesn't ever heal. You learn to accept it. Mm -hmm. You learn to live with it. Mm-hmm. And anything less than that, you know, and telling someone, well, you're no, you're not spiritual or you're not in alignment if you're if you're only not not feeling. Um, how do I put this? You're not in alignment if you're not in the positive vibrational space. And I've heard this. It's been weeks now. Every other day I'm seeing posts. I'm seeing live streams. I know it's driving me crazy right now. That's really bad considering where we are in um, in the universe right now. Right? That's extremely toxic that um, people are out here saying that type of stuff because there are people going through extreme hardships right now and that everybody grieves differently. You know, I'm not saying to stay in that place forever, but... Um, that that is extremely extremely toxic to just oh let's just ignore it let's let's oh well you have to be you don't have to be anything no no oh my no God. i know it's been that's that's why it came up on the the podcast i did with this woman because it is overwhelming on social media because a lot of the people that follow me I, I follow back and I see their posts and these are people who are 
coaches and healers and intuitives and I'm seeing it everywhere and I want to rip my hair out because I'm like that isn't a that's not spirituality b that is not awakened <laughs> you are still asleep and then it's not healthy it's dangerous to me that's just that's a it's a dangerous mindset and you have no resilience if you cannot walk through pain and suffering and get to the other side of it, you don't have resilience. No, you don't. And um, that brings me back to like one of the downfalls of toxic positivity is sickness. Because when you hold on to the stress that you have within your body and the traumas that you're not facing, not dealing with, not accepting, you get sick you get chronically ill when you don't. That's why you see so many people have heart attacks at 40 years old. Yeah. yeah. And they, they always say, lower your stress levels. And, you know, we've got here in Western medicine, we just have Band-Aids that help you with avoidance and numbing so you don't actually um, feel what you're going through. So you never cure that stress. I was sitting on an airplane on um, Monday coming back from Florida to Illinois. I have this man, I could just, you know, I feel energy. So I'm just sitting next to this man and he is pissed. He's like, because he has to go, he has to catch a plane 15 minutes. We're going to Atlanta for the layover. So that airport is insane. He's got to that that plane boards within 15 minutes of when we're supposed to land and we have not gone off within the, the next couple of minutes and he's just getting angry and just I'm just like hey man you know are what what's going on <laughs> and I'm just like I'm just like man like let, let's get this man to breathe but it was he was he was too far gone he ended up going to sleep I'm so happy he did and even in his sleep I could, I could feel his anger in his sleep. And I'm just like, man, there's a lot of people that aren't even just breathing. Yeah. Being present in the current moment. Mindfulness is, is one of the things that I find that in our society. You know, with the new metaverse coming out, you know, there's, there's questions of, you know, how much is our um, attention going to be distracted now that we're going to have everything at our fingertips and glued to our faces um, and being in a completely immersed environment where reality is questioned and um, it's going to be real hard to see what really is and, and where artificial intelligence goes along with, with that and how they learn us and, in America, I really think it's just going to be ways to market to us in different um, aspects. Um, I, I think there's positives and negatives to it in the future, but um, it makes me think, like, how are people really going to combat their, their current ego that they already have, their her avatar on social media, if they have that, and then their avatar in this alternate universe. Yeah. Without even finding out who they are on the inside. 
it's it's a little it's a little scary i mean there's no way to stop it it's going there mm-hmm. absolutely going there um and i do worry about how people are going to navigate that but more so not while they're online it's when you're offline you know social media or or the internet it seems like it's gotten us to the point where anytime something happens we don't agree with we get upset we either hide behind our screen not me but there are people that hide behind their screens and become the keyboard warrior and i'm just gonna spew all of my opinions and negative shit, and then i'm gonna disappear right run away not finish the conversation <clears throat> and that's true with anything on social media right conversations start to happen they move very fast and if someone or something even if they are a family member or friend upsets you suddenly I'm just not going to be on social media. You leave the conversation, but you don't finish it. And our social skills have diminished already. I can't even imagine. What do you say about that? You know, I um, I have personal rules for myself. And um, one of my rules is I don't get on social media to get pissed off. Yeah. You know, when you set up your own personal rules and your own personal standards for what you will allow and not allow in your life, your life changes, whether it be online, in person or whatever. Your character is so much more important than how many likes you got, how many um, followers you have, all of that. Who you are at your core level will always shine through. So, yeah, there are going to be those people that are just consumers of what is coming out there and that don't have proper communication skills. And I think that that number is going to drastically increase. I absolutely think that it will. Um, But you, but if you're not going to be one of those people, if you choose to own where you are and realize that everybody is reading what they're seeing from their own perspective in their own state at their in their own environment you can say something super simple and it comes across completely wrong to somebody else i, I writing long form people can take it so many different ways sitting in church the scripture will be the same scripture but everybody interprets it differently and that's, that's literally the same thing with our, our conversations. Yeah. So understanding that people are coming from a completely different perspective and just learning to be accepting of that. And you're not going to make everybody happy. There are going to be people that are, there are people that are just trolls and that just comes along with it. And knowing that your worth is not determined by anybody else but yourself. Yes, yes. Totally agree. Um, so tell me, Olivia, because we're, we're getting to the end of our conversation, and I, this has been a lot of fun. Funny how it seems like spirit just keeps bringing the same stuff up over and over again because they think people need to be aware of what's happening right now um, out in the world and how it's affecting the way that we're viewing things and, and what we are, in fact, avoiding and how to avoid those pitfalls. If you had a message for for the listeners out there, um, what would you say? What do you want people to know about themselves and what's possible? 
use your own discernment because everything we see is an illusion. For instance, I was I was looking at the moon um, on, on the beach last week and I was with um, my friend's now niece-in-law and um, I was showing her, I was like, look, it looks like the moon's right directly towards us, right? And now let's look to move to this part of the balcony and the moon is still right coming towards us, but it's just an illusion. And that is what everything in this world is. I was, I was also like flying across the brain. I saw this rainbow, this double rainbow, and it kept moving with me. And I'm like, it's another illusion. Discerning and trusting yourself to make the decisions for yourself is the most powerful thing that you can do because nobody else will walk in your shoes. Yeah, absolutely. God and the truth. Thank you for that. Um, I am going to put all of your information into our show notes. And you have a podcast as well. I was on your podcast. I think I just posted that episode. Can you tell the listeners what that podcast is and where they can find it? So the podcast is The Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered. And I share um, stories from women all over the world to inspire, empower, and just uplift women. Um, and yeah, it was a pleasure having you on that. It was, you know, we, we talked a lot about different things and, you know, your own personal healing from cancer and, um, you know, Asian hate. We, we talked, it was, it's kind of similar to this, you know, like current events and, you know, your own personal story. Um, and that's, that's very similar with a lot of the other podcasts I have as well. And, um, yeah, you can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you, that podcasts are streamed. Cool. Thank you for sharing that. I want you guys to know, too, that she does do transformational um, programs and whatnot. You can find her on her website. Can you give your website address? Yeah, it's www.oliviatmcook.com dot com is my website and i'm actually launching a new program it's a 90-day transformation uh total life transformation program where it's just one-on-one coaching and um i can provide you with a a free 20-minute um discovery strategy session um if you're interested in that as well and how would they go about finding um access to that discovery session um i have it linked in actually on my Instagram, I can, and I'll put it, I'll, I'll provide it to you as well. Okay. Yeah. We'll also- put it right in the show notes. So if you guys are interested in talking more with Olivia and checking out her program, you can do that. So thank you, Olivia, for coming on. I think this is going to be one that lots of people need to hear, like really just need to hear and developing their own self-esteem and walking through <laughs> the many landscapes that we are being presented with on many levels right now so thanks for listening you guys make sure you like the podcast rate it and leave us a comment and tell us what you enjoyed about it until next week this is bernadette we'll see you later open up to all life's wealth Tap into a sixth sense with intuitive intelligence.